Bingo, we're live. Welcome to uh, TGA Unofficial Live. How are you, Vivica? Good, man. How are you doing, Scott? Perfect in every way. Well, I, I bet <laughs> more perfect in every way, but uh, do, on the upswing from a COVID uh, run and uh, feeling really good. Really super grateful to have uh, Jay with us today. So, um, Jay, why don't you kick it off by just telling us a little bit about who you are and uh, what you're up to, and, and then we'll uh, let people know how to get in touch. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I, I have a project. It's called Base Case and Build. Um, just so you know how I'll give a little background about how it all got started. Um, you know, I started following Nick Peterson's content and, you know, joined Guardian Academy, joined CCA, um, got coaching through Dr. Jeff Spencer, also, you know, read a lot of the recommended books that they, you know, uh, uh, provided, you know, like Bumpers and Rigging the Game. So, um, but, you know, throughout the process, one of the things that kept coming to me was, you know, hey, this is really valuable stuff that's really changed the trajectory, trajectory of my life. Um, you know, it would have been nice if I would have known this at a younger age. You know, I could have changed the trajectory of my life at a younger age instead of waiting until my 40s. Um, and then you start thinking, you know, why didn't I know all this stuff at a younger age? You know, I mean, I, I finished school. I got good grades. I got the degree. I mean, I did all the right things that was expected of me. Um, and then you start thinking about it and you realize that, you know, there's a, you know, huge gap in the traditional school systems um, that that's, that's, there's, this, there's something lacking there. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think education is important, but they really don't teach you how the most successful people think. And, you know, what are the habits of the top 1% of the wealthy? You know, um, so that's what we do in Base Case and Build. We teach kids, you know, how the top 1% of the wealthy think. Uh, we feed into their unique abilities. So we kind of get in their heads to build and create cool stuff in the real world. I love it. So so how um, how are you facilitating this with kids? Because a lot of stuff we do learn in TGAs, you know, sometimes it's a little difficult to understand or implement, um, comprehend. So how are you finding the kids receiving this stuff? You know, uh, that was one of the first concerns I had. So, I mean, I've gone through like four cohorts already. Um, I was like, hey, let me test it out with a group of kids, you know, ages 14 to 16. Uh, how are they going to be able to comprehend this? How are they going to apply it? But, uh, you know, the, one of the quotes that uh, Nick talks about a lot is, you know, it's much easier to build strong children than fix broken adults. And uh, it, that really is the case. Um, once and you don't, you really don't know until you give the kids the opportunity about how much they could comprehend and apply. Uh, you know, we, we do, we do teach a course in a way that, uh, we give examples that they could relate to. Um, you know, we share our experiences because that helps because they could, they could see it in a real life. Um, you know, we'll, I'll share my weaknesses, my vulnerabilities, uh, things I've struggled with. Um, and then, then we task the kids to go talk to their parents about it because now they get the parents' perspective, which is super important because it's closer to home. Um, so they're now hearing a different perspective. Um, yeah. So, and it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. It's, it's, a as, as, as I've expanded the age and gone through the cohorts, it's, the kids really do, um, pick up a lot and they do apply a lot. Is it really interesting that you, you know we we underestimate what 
young people are capable of connecting with and understanding. Um, and I think one of the things about the principles that you're teaching, Jay, from Bumpers, Rigging the Game, the Guardian Academy, et cetera, is that these are principles and philosophies that are kind of perennial. They're, they've, they're all based on things that have been around for a long time. So in some ways, you're sharing just kind of things that are unequivocally true just because they're true. They've been vetted by, time-tested and vetted, um, you know, by history and um, by science. I'm just curious, you know, you you had this moment where you felt like you were uh, experiencing some, uh, some uh, epiphanies and understanding around these principles and, and your first thought was to turn, you know, to, to help share them with kids. What was the, what was the principle that really kicked you in the butt and said, holy, that made you just sit up and say, holy cow, I can't believe I didn't know this before or didn't see it before. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if there was a specific principle. I think it was just, uh, where I was as far as, you know, you know, one of the things I really wanted to be was to be more present for my kids um, I, I realized just through the solvable problem that, you know, I was violating my macro beliefs in the, in the sense that, you know, what I was doing was not, um, you know, getting me closer to what I really wanted. You know, I, I wasn't present for my kids when I, you know, all, all the time I was, part of the time I was, but I wasn't there all the time. Um, so that, that, that was a big thing is like, hey, I want to be present for my kids, um, you know. When I was going through coaching with Dr. Jess Spencer, you know, I told him, I was like, hey, I'm, I donate money and I've, I'm always, you know, a bit charitable, but it's just not filling my bucket. I feel like I could do more, you know, like, but I just don't know what that is. How can I do more? Um, and, you know, I was, I was running all these ideas by him and throwing, he's like, he's with these, like, so Dr. Jess Spencer was like, you know, that's when he taught me restraint. And he's just like, hey, if you, if you decide something right now, it's going to be the wrong thing. Just let the right thing will come to you when, when it, when it just, when it happens. And, uh, so I, I sat with that. I left that open loop for a while. Um, and, you know, then going through CCA, going through, t- you know, the, the lessons through, uh, Guardian Academy, following Nick Peterson. And that thought that kept coming to me was like, man, you know, I'm 40 something years old. And now if I would have just known this earlier, you know, then combine all those three things together. Um, and that's when it hit. I was like, hey, why don't I teach this to kids and base case and build? Love it. That's awesome. So you you mentioned that you're now on your fourth cohort. What have you noticed from your like your first one to your to now your fourth one? What what growth have you seen in the kids? Are they repeat? You know, do they come back for another round? Like how does this work? Um you know in steps, like, um, are they coming in as an eight to 10 group and then they would go into a different group? Like, how does it work for the, for the parents that are listening? Yeah. So, um, just so you know, when I first started my first cohort, it was ages 14 to 16. Um, it went really well. Um, and I was, I wasn't really looking at doing a second cohort and my, my wife was like, you know, you do have a 10 year old daughter, you know? And I was like, well, I mean, she's only 10, you know, how much, how much does she, does he need, need to see, does she need this? And then you realize, well, you know, there's a lot of drama that a 10 year old, 10 year old even go through in school, you know, and um, as I was talking with her. So then I was like, so I did another round of kids, which was expanded to ages nine to 17. 
and it worked just as well. I mean, the, I mean, the, the older kids and the younger kids, um, you know, in, in fact, some of the older kids were giving examples and, you know, sharing their knowledge with the younger kids. So then they are being leaders. Um, so it, there, the chemistry was really good. The older kids that were, have been in since court one are still coming to the calls. Um, because they, they love it. They, they love the concept. They don't get to hear that in their everyday lives in school. Um, and it's just something different. Um, it's, it, they have fun with it. They start to recognize, uh, some of the stuff that we're teaching in their daily lives, which is huge. Once, once you start recognizing it, you get excited about it. You're like, oh yeah, you know, that now I, now I, I remember hearing that and now I, I'm seeing it. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been cool. So the, the way it's pro, the, uh, broken down is we have two different groups. We have a self-mastery and we have leadership. Um, the self-mastery is for ages 9 to 17, so it's for all kids uh, because that, that's all, it's something that's a foundational stuff that everything is built on. Um, and then we have the leadership lessons, which is a little bit more advanced and more complex. So uh, it's typically ages 12 and up. You know, some kids are 11 are in it because, you know, they're a little bit more advanced. Um, some kids that might be 12 that might not be ready for it. It's just the parents will make the decision when they're ready for the leadership stuff because, you know, we don't want to throw too much advanced stuff at them and lose them, right? When they're not ready for it. So um, the way it's broken down is there's there there's always something they could learn regardless of where they're at. One of the things that you shared about your kind of the origin story, Jay, made me think of the solvable problem. Like you, you had your solvable problem was you weren't spending enough time with your kids what better way to spend more time with your kids than to teach them the thing that you just learned and so that you can elevate them in the same or help, help them elevate themselves in the same way you elevated yourself through these, these concepts. And that's a really core piece of the guardian Academy is that, you know, it, the information, the knowledge by itself is pretty useless. It doesn't mean anything and you don't learn anything until you actually put it to use. So what are, I'm just curious about what are the opportunities or, you know, how, how do you build in application into, um, you know, what you're doing a base case to build, how do the kids learn something and then do something with it? Yeah. So um, like in self-mastery, it's just a lot of self-awareness uh, within themselves and what's going on around them. So, you know, for example, this last lesson that we taught that's just fresh in my mind is uh, Cartman's Drama Triangle. Um, you know, we give a lot of examples and scenarios where they can kind of see, hey, this is how you can play the victim. This is how you can be the persecutor. This is how you can be, um, you know, try to be the savior, right? Um, and, you know, we pause, we, we interact with the kids and say, hey, can you think of times when you played the victim? Uh, can when, you, you know, when you've been the persecutor, you placed blame? Or you try to save somebody, you know, um, because you just didn't feel like they could do it themselves, right? So then they, they start, you know, they, you know, they start thinking about it in their situation. And then we also encourage them to start looking at other people around them and look at how they're behaving and are they falling into those categories, you know? So then at least they're, they create, they, they create that awareness that's lacking. I mean, they, they just don't know about right now. Um, so that's an example of the Carmen Drama Triangle. We have lessons like, uh, you know, changing your environment, right? Um, is, is your environment set up in a way that's um, fighting the uphill battle? You're swimming upstream all the time. Um, you're, you're going against the grain or are you uh, setting it up for success? 
like if so you could accomplish what you want to accomplish. So you got, you start thinking about that and even put in the ear, like, Hey, who are you hanging out with? Are they doing the things that you really enjoy? Um, or are you changing your behavior to be with a group of people that are, are, you know, doing something, things that you don't really care for, but you're just in part of that group, you know? Um, so things like that, they, they, they could relate to and they could actually apply, um, you know, leadership, you know, one of the things they taught in CCA was they, they talked a waterline model where, um, Hey, you have the vision, you have the expectations, you have the personal interpersonal communications and the intrapersonal communication. So, um, how do kids apply that? Well, you know, kids work in projects all the time, right? Now, how those projects are go? Do you end up doing all the work? Um, do you get frustrated because your, your uh, classmates aren't doing their part and you, you, you end up doing it for them? Um, well, maybe did, did you share your vision? Did you, did you set those expectations and did you have face to face communication? Or did you just go straight to interpersonal communication and just project your internal belief saying this person's not good enough, right? So uh, we use that example for kids. So there's a, there's a lot of ways we could put it in for kids where they can understand it. So I have a question. I don't have kids, but I have nieces and nephews. And um, and I know a lot of kids, you know, my sister was bullied in school and stuff. How does this help them with their confidence level? Like, are you are you noticing that they're just more confident after coming through something like this, are they learning how to deal with bullying um, or, you know, kids teasing them and stuff like that? How do, how do you see that? Uh, it, it, it definitely helps them with their confidence because it all starts with knowing yourself. You know, um, you know, when you, when, when you don't, when you, when you don't know yourself, then you're, it's easy to be bullied and swayed in the wrong direction. Um, and so it starts with the, the, the lesson that we teach playing your game understanding your unique talents and abilities. Um, and then we also tie in the changing environment is like, Hey, you know, if, if you stay true to yourself, the right people will be attracted to you. Um, and now you'll have a circle of people that, you know, they're on the same level as you instead of trying to fit in with the wrong people. And then, you know, um, you know, then you're going to be more, you know, open to the bullying and doing things that you don't want or are comfortable with. So, um, playing your game is a huge. It's one. It's one of the first lessons we teach. Um, and then, and then, and then, and, and you know, it might not hit them right away, but the repetition, um, the combination of a lot of the things that we teach, uh, really hits at some point. Love it. Yeah, my question is similar to to Vivica's, or maybe it's it's less a question and just an observation. But I mean, what I'm hearing, Jay, is, you know, my memory. Um, you know, and, and uh, I'm testing that because my childhood was quite a long time ago. Um, you know, I, th- when you're a kid, it just feels like everybody's telling you what to do and that there's just absolutely nothing in your control. And um, but what I'm hearing is that you're sharing that with the kids that, you know, they're, that they they have some authority and some agency over the way they choose to think about themselves and their situation and who they hang out with. And it's in that power that they have the ability to um, have some control about, you know, their life's direction and, and um, maybe even just the, 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 the amount of joy and maybe even um, playfulness and uh, 
fulfillment that they're getting from their lives just by taking ownership of what's theirs to own, which is the way they think about themselves and their situation and other people and what they decide and do um, in, you know, in, what, in whatever's next in their, in their day to day. And I'm just wondering if that is something that you notice, you know, the, these kids are having this light bulb moment where maybe they're actually like feeling like, holy cow, I might be actually in charge of my own life. Or is it something that's just kind of a, so slow that um, they don't even notice it until after it's already happened? Um, you know, I mean, I, I, the, the lessons that we teach, like closer over more, um, that's a big part of it, right? Um, they they get to see it right away. So once they start thinking about, hey, what is it that they really want? Like, I mean, I, mean, I had a I had a kid in the program that, you know, I asked her, I was like, hey, what what, what is it that you want right now? She's like, well, I want to get a job. Okay. So uh, what are you doing to get closer to that? And what are you doing that's keeping you from getting the job? Right. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, I'm not, you know, she, she realized she wasn't really doing much to get closer to getting a job. She was doing more that's keeping her away, you know, maybe watching Netflix, hanging out with friends, you know, getting sidetracked with a bunch of other stuff. Um, but that, I mean, I think the next week she got a job, you know? So, um, and it was just, it was a matter of just thinking about what is it that you really want? Is it bringing you closer to it? And we could all relate to that as adults, like how important that's been for us. And even kids, like I had a, even a younger kid that was like, hey, I want a plush doll, you know? And she's like, but every time I start saving up for a plush doll, I end up buying like candy or some treats or something that keeps me from getting closer to getting a plush doll. So she's like, you know, so she's like, okay. So then she used that example for closer over more. So they, there's so many different levels that they could relate to. I love that. That's adorable. So so you're building these smart kids, these strong, smart kids. How, the, how are the parents handling it when the kids come back and, and now the, the kids are schooling the parents? Well, I mean, I, I think, I, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's schooling the parents. I think it's just opening up the floodgates for conversations, you know, because I think the parents that are putting the kids in want these type of conversations. I, I know for me, I struggled with conversation with my kids. It's just, it's just so hard for me to... Uh, relay some of the stuff that I know to them. It just, you know, I can't just go up to them and start talking about stuff. And they're like, Hey, why is Jet? Why, why, why is dad talking about this stuff? You know? Um, and um, the way it's set up is that they, when they, when they learn a lesson, you know, we task them like, Hey, go share this with your parents, tell them what you've learned and ask for their examples and experiences. Um, but we prep the parents as well. And let the parents know us like, Hey, your, your kid will be coming to you with these conversations um, make sure that you share your experience, your weaknesses, your vulnerabilities, because that's what, you know, you know, uh, the kids will, you know, um, understand and they'll help them retain it. And they, they'll feel a little bit stronger bond when you do that. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that they're schooling their parents. I think it's uh, it's more like, hey, the, the floodgates have opened up and uh, now the parents can even add their additional stuff that they've been wanting to say that they haven't been able to say before because, um, hey, the kids are the ones that approached me. Now I could say other things too. I really love the playfulness of Vivica's question. Um, <laughs> as, you know, that's what kids do. They spend their lives, lives feeling like they're getting schooled, like their parents are telling them what, what's expected of them and their parents are scrutinizing their activities and passing judgment on their choices. Um, and what base case and build is 
doing is um, not providing schooling, but kind of education, the kind of education that, um, you know, where schooling is just passing on is instruction around information. Here's some information, learn the information. We're going to give you a test on the information. When you pass the test, we're going to give you some more information and then we're going to give you another test on that information. And that's, you know, there's, it's hard to see the point to all that where education has, um, has a goal. Like you have to use your example, Jay, you had this, uh, aim, this aspiration that you want to get closer to. Let's figure out how to educate you to figure out what, what, how to get from where you are to where you want to be. Um, and, and it sounds to me almost, almost like unlearning. Like we have to unlearn help the helplessness that is embedded in our, the way we parent and the way that we school our kids. And we have to unlearn, um, our default programming for maps and system, you know, secret formulas and all these things that we expect, you know, that we just, you know, that there's someone's going to show us how to, to get what we want. Somebody's going to first, they're going to tell us what we want. Then they're, they're, we're going to figure out, uh, then we're going to find this, the, the way that we get there. So I just, I really love that um, you are teaching and educating kids around this idea of personal development, self-empowerment, and uh and taking ownership taking responsibility so i love the you know you mentioned receptivity uh i really love that part of it and you mentioned restraint um and that's you know something we all could practice probably a little bit more but you're also teaching them these uh, these ideas around responsibility taking responsibility for their choices and for their um actions and and their decisions and so forth I'm wondering what the, what, what are the kids and the parents saying? What do you notice as the big transformation? What's, what's the, the biggest, you know, when, what, what do you notice between different from when they start and when they finish a cohort? What's the biggest noticeable difference in the kids and the parents? Uh, from, from, from the parents side, I would say the conversations, um, you know, the way that lessons are um, designed and named, for example, playing your game, making good excuses, you know, changing your environment, um, you know. So then if, if you know, when the, you know when, once the parents have the conversations and they have that common language that's created, then if, if the child falls off path and maybe starts telling stories, like, you know, start making excuses, then the parents can say, hey, you know, um, sounds like you're making a good excuse, you know? But they could they could refer back to that title of what we're teaching and it just and the kid's like, oh, okay, yeah, it caught me, you know? So um, that's what I'm kind of getting from the parents is like, hey, it just make, it's creates this common language that they could just kind of center the kids with easily by just saying a few words instead of having to explain the whole situation to them. What is what is one concept maybe that the kids struggle with or like that they just have a hard time kind of wrapping their their head around? Um, let's see, a concept that they struggle with. You know, I, I mean, so far the lessons that we've taught has been pretty straightforward. I mean, I guess um, you just you just think about 
how long, if I, if I think about me and how long it took me to understand playing your game, you know, it's, it sounds like a, such a simple, simple uh, concept, but it took a long time and I still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out. So it's like an ongoing thing. Um, you know, so I think it's just uh, sometimes the kids might not understand quite right then and there what playing their game might be. Um, but over time, they might start slowly developing it. But um, I, w- I wouldn't say it's a struggle. I think it's just, it's a process. Yeah, I love that. Well, as we're coming, wrapping things up, Jay, I would, I mean, you've, you've, you've certainly laid out quite the case for anyone with young people in their lives to, to get them uh, to investigate base case, case and build. When is the next cohort beginning um, and where can people go to learn more and perhaps enroll um, a young person in their lives into the program? Yeah, so, so the, the way the program is designed is you could join at any time. Um, it's a year-round program. Um, we have uh, the self-mastery lessons and the leadership lessons. That's just, you know, it's not a, it's not a entry point at set entry point that you get into, you get any time. So, um, yeah, and if they, if they want to learn a little bit more, they could join our community and success finder. Um, we have a community built there where we've got a whole bunch of content and a knowledge base. So you could even look into some of the content that we post our newsletters, um, has a lot of valuable information about what we do every week. Um, but yeah, I would say, uh, join our community and success finder and you'll have a lot of information and, and, you know, you always set up a call and then get some more details from us. Awesome. Take us home, Bib. Any um, any words you want to say to the parents that are just curious, who maybe are interested, but maybe are nervous, or any kind of like you know encouraging words or, or, or anything you want to kind of mention for them to kind yeah. of make that leap? Yeah, I would say uh, you know d- don't discount what the kids can learn and how valuable it is. Um, you know, if it. Uh, everybody's had a moment where something's happened where it's changed their trajectory of their life. And you never know where that moment's going to be. Um, it's just being, you know, the frequency that you put in, they talk about frequency, intensity, purpose, and uh, guardian Academy. It's, you know, the freak, you know, giving that frequency to the kids um, will go a long ways and you never know where that aha moment's going to come for the kids. It doesn't have to be everything. It could be just one thing that can make a huge difference. So, um, it you know just just think about that uh, the consistency um, and you know if if there's some sort of hesitation if you think your kids are too busy or they're already overwhelmed well you know everything that we teach in base case and build will help with everything that they're doing so if you have them in a whole bunch of activities then maybe you know this will help them excel in everything that they're doing so um, you know if you're thinking your kids are busy then this is definitely something that you want to do because then why why be mediocre and, you know, give them that mental edge that they need for whatever they're doing. Love it. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I am uh, so thrilled that you're doing this work in the world, Jay, and uh, helping us, uh, helping us build, build stronger kids so we can avoid uh, having more of us broken adults in the world and uh, thrilled to be, be participating at a small level in um, the next cohort as well. So thank you for the difference that you're making. Um, for everyone that's tuning in, you can learn more about Jay and what he's up to at Base Case and Build. Uh, check out the community on Success Finder. Jay, that's a free community. They can join anytime. Is that correct? Yes. Uh-huh. 
So there's plenty of, of material there that you can start investigating, but don't hesitate, reach out to Jay and start exploring the possibility of, of having some of the young people in your life check out what's going on at Base Case and Build. Um, thanks so much, Jay, for your for your time and the difference making. Vivica, always great to spend this time with you. Yes, and, guys. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Thank you.